only got one grandchild, Mommy. Unless, of course, you know there's something else you forgot to tell me. Like the fact that you're moving to San Bernardino with Earl. Maya, baby, I'm sorry. I was going to tell you tonight. How could you do this to me? How could you just be selling our house? And, and, and why do I have to hear about it on the street? I have been meaning to tell you. I just didn't know how. I was scared, okay, Maya? But everything is moving so fast. Please know, this is hard for me, too. Then don't do it. But I love Earl. You don't even know him. No, you don't know no, him. No, no, I don't have to know him to know I don't like him. Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Today we're going to be covering my mother, myself. Yes, that's the name of the episode. Uh, I don't quite know what it means, but I think it's my mother, myself, and I. But it's not continued because there's not three people in this. I don't know. I don't know what it means. But that's the episode that we're covering today. And I am Nettie Smith, and I am Etsy Rowe. And, oh my gosh, it's so stressful because I live all the way in Upper Manhattan and Etsy lives in Brooklyn, like an hour and some change away. How will I ever get by? Oh, no, child. Mm. It's been a long time without you, my friend. Maya was tripping in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, when they said just a county away, I said, child, if you don't stop. A county? Ain't that like a 20-minute drive? Actually, I did the math on it from San Bernardino to Los Angeles. It's an hour. With some traffic, it might be an hour 15 or something like that. But come on now, Maya. Do we really need to make this episode? Do we really need to make this? Shout out to the writers, Mark Alton Brown and Dee LaDuke. But I feel like this kind of arc for Maya just isn't in her character. Uh-uh. It seemed a little like, okay, I'm kind of annoyed, but two more episodes and we'll be done with the series. We're going to take a little hiatus between two and three, just to kind of reflect and refresh on the podcast and uh, kind of take a break for a bit. So that's going to be fun. And um, Etsy, do you have any uh, current events or anything you want to chat about? Um, <laughs> I think everybody's already talked about the baby and his situation (laughs) listen i don't care that he's getting taken off of this stuff what do you think okay how many times he gonna hear let's go like i'm good and when he was on stage did you notice that he said all that shit while he was looking away from the crowd he had his back turned Mm. he didn't he didn't face the crowd and address it with his whole chest he was kind of looking down had his back turned to the crowd he knew he was wrong as soon as it left his mouth he said HIV. He's like, you ain't sucking dick in a parking lot. What? Why? You, Why? What the? What you? Why are you so specific? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so specific? Yeah, he was really going in. Like maybe he knows somebody or something. Well, well, well if you ain't get fucked last Tuesday in the backyard of your of your job, put put, put your lighters up, <laughs> sir. Are you talking about? I mean. I'll, <laughs> Who you know? That's what it sounds like. Give me a name or leave it on the on the drawing board, sir. The baby's more canceled than Tory Lanez is right now. Like, how crazy is that? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, um, that is valid. 
the nigga that 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 shot a bitch ain't canceled but the one who was talking shit about whoever whoever is canceled whatever however the baby is a bigger star than tori so like how you gonna cancel somebody who (laughs) ain't doing shit (laughs) (laughs) that's true tori was a headline and shit so they they, you know they couldn't take no festival festivals away from tori what we gonna take from tori he don't got no endorsements or nothing Right, the baby out here getting some of this pop star money, and like he's trying to come for people who represent that demographic. Child, they yeah. come for you. You don't, nah, you don't go against the LGBTQIA plus community. You don't do that. That's just that's career suicide right there. And you know that the baby, you you know that he thought he was too big for that. He thought he was so big that it, he could say what he wanted. He thought he was a shit. This dude thought he was Drake. He thought he was Kanye. <laughs> he thought he was he was Nicki. He was Jay. He was all. He thought he was Chris Brown. A mess, the baby. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He tried to backtrack and then low key double down. He was like, "Yeah, because my gay fans ain't got nothing to do with being with being homophobic or anything like that." He was just like, "My gay fans don't got HIV. They clean. They 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 go to the um." They go to the five-star hotels and do their thing. They don't do that nasty shit and suck dick in the parking lot because they got class. That's what he said. <laughs> so now he just alienated everybody that sucked dick in the parking lot. The whole thing is just very odd because it just came out of nowhere. Like, the whole thing is just unprovoked. It's just... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> he must have had something on his spirit or he got a family member that made him mad or something. Something happened back before he made that statement. Somebody did something to him. It's very strange. It's like even as a like a, a crowd get get the crowd hype type of thing. You used to be like, "How y'all doing out there?" Something like, <laughs> "What is the shit where anybody from the east? Everybody from the east? How are you doing? Like, what is this where if you ain't what? Huh? <laughs> Child, the, the the legends then came out. Madonna, Elton John. I said. <laughs> Where y'all niggas coming from? How y'all know about the baby? When y'all knew about him? That's y'all, what I'm saying. Did y'all know what? about him before? <laughs> right, how you know the, how just... and John know the baby? I don't and know. And then he talking about, and then Questlove has something to say, and the baby talking about, I don't know Questlove. Who that is? <laughs> he, said, Who that is? <laughs> he losing all kinds of big bags. Governor's ball? Mm, that's a big one. <laughs> and after the year that y'all, y'all niggas had, or oh, y'all yeah. couldn't tour for a whole year. Yeah. Damn. I know. Do what Lipa said. Leave me out of it. <laughs> oh, all of them said it. Anybody that ever met him is like, yo, I don't support that. If, I, <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all got a picture of me with him on Google, I don't support it. They said, don't fuck up my bag. I ain't yeah. say a damn thing. Oh, well, we'll see how this pans out. I'm very interested to see if he will be completely canceled because, you know, like the big names we named, the Jay-Z's and the Chris Brown's and the Kanye's, they ain't get they ain't get cancel cancel mm-hmm. cause they're so good at what they do you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. but I don't think the baby was like up there like that mm-hmm. he can't come back I don't know if he can come back from this I don't know we'll see you know the public is usually very forgiven of men so we'll see we'll see what happens yeah but that's if your music is super tight no shade no shade to the baby <laughs> but how many times we gonna listen to Chug Chair <laughs> lord but yeah it's not a hot boy summer for him so 
I don't know what he's gonna do. <laughs> that's 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 Megan's voodoo. Yeah, shout out to Meg. Hey, Meg, you did it, girl. <laughs> you did it. Whatever you prayed, it was a you did it. For that. You did it. <laughs> Um, so anyway, let's get to this episode. Um, the stats, the stats of the episode air date, May 6th, 2002. Uh, like I said earlier, written by Mark Alton Brown and D. LaDuke. Um, they are uh, previous writers from other episodes, so they know what they're doing. Uh, Etsy, go ahead and give me that cold open. So William runs into Joan's office like a kid running for the motherfucking um, ice cream truck. And... <laughs> And he's like, guess who's coming on Mother's Day? And then Joe is like, your mother? Ding, and, then, ding. and then he goes, oh, well, I didn't think it would be so obvious. Um, okay. And then he says something like, guess what she's bringing? And then Joan goes, uh, he's blanky. <laughs> Don't be silly, Joan. Mom would never take that off the little cowboy bed. Guess again. <laughs> It's uh, his Aunt Bessie's Pillsbury Bake Off Blue Ribbon 7-Up Cake. Have you ever had anything with 7... Is it actual 7-Up, like the drink? That's what I'm assuming. They put 7-Up in that motherfucker. That shit probably good. (laughs) Full of calories. All I thought of was diabetes when I heard him say all that shit. Oh, yeah. Diabetes heaven. But you know. And then Joan was like, I thought it was your uncle, Henry bringing his rubber red label sweet potato pie i don't even know if i had the whole thing but i don't even have it written down something like that it was something like that a lot of adjectives yeah so yeah so then he goes no you know the pie ain't really hitting ever since he's been to rehab or whatever and then that's when the the song comes in yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah that's 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 the thing that's going on with william he does not i don't think he like i said every episode i guess like three episodes ago he's never in the scenes with the girls really it's a separate thing so this episode he we're just gonna get his part out of the way his mom's coming to town she gets lost on her way to la from the midwest and he has to go find her I think she somehow finds herself in Phoenix or somewhere else in Arizona. And before he goes, his whole thing is he wants to get there because he wants to get there as soon as possible because he's afraid that if she's away from food too long, she'll end up eating the cake. And that's his cake. Mm. So he's rushing frantically to meet her and pick her up before this happens. This is not important. This is a... (laughs) This is a dumb storyline. I don't know if his mom is greedy and he expects her to eat this shit like under mm-hmm. his nose, but it, it's given. I got to contractually put this nigga in the episode. So let me write a little something. something yeah, let's give this dude something to do. Let's just give him something to do. All right. Mm-hmm. Just so he can be in the episode because he's in the he's in the beginning credits. We can't just not have a William William in the episode. So he finally goes and picks up his mom. I don't know how many hours it's been, but he sees his mom and she is eating the cake. That's really it. So let's get to the meat of the story here. The girls. Now they're at Ame and they're making plans for Mother's Day, Mother's Day weekend. Joan wants to go to Catalina and she wants to know if anybody wants to come with her. Lynn wants to go. And Maya's upset she even wants to go away on Mother's Day because she's a mother. And that's when Tony remembers, and she pulls out a recorder. 
is it a recorder or a PDA or what? Um, she's like something of that sort. She's like, note to Shelby: send my mother love in a box. Yeah, I would have said that that was some type of um alarm, but I don't know. I'm thinking of what year it was, and I'm like, nah, that's not what it is. <laughs> yeah, in real life, we would just send a voice note. Like, it would just be a phone with a voice note, and we'd send it. But I don't think they had that in 2002. So I'm thinking a PDA or mm-hmm. a, a digital recorder. I'm not sure. But Maya's trying to shame everybody for not being there for their mothers. And she talks about how her mother and her are going to have a wonderful weekend uh, because they're friends and they love each other. Lynn's not going to be doing nothing for her mom because she's broke. And I'm thinking, if you're broke, why are you going to Catalina? Mm. But I think she expects John to pay for everything. As per usual. And Maya tells Tony, like, yo, your mom only lives a couple hours away. Why don't you invite her to L.A.? And Tony doesn't want to do that because she, her mom's a lot. And she just, all she does is hang out in the city and stare at all the crazy L.A. folk. Because she's so, like, new to city life. (laughs) So unacquainted to city life. She just, yeah. My parents are like that, too. So... If they came to New York, they definitely we wouldn't be able to go anywhere without them being like, oh, look, crazy person. Like, so they mm. we wouldn't get anywhere. So Maya's trying to figure out what she wants to do for her mom. And Joan's like, hey, why don't we do a Mother's Day brunch at my place? Everything's at her house. I guess it's better to go to her house. No one else has a really cool apartment. Yeah, she has a big house. Big. Yeah, it is wider in the living room and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So tell me about what happens when Maya Darnell and Jabari go to Maya's mom's house. Oh, so yeah. So like they all barge in and Maya's like, Mama, where you at? Me and uh, me and Darnell try to watch this movie. I need you to watch Jabari. And then she goes into the bedroom and the mom is getting the freak on with whoever the fuck. Some light-skinned nigga to be in Man of the Black movies. Um, yeah. You being what? Oh, you, you see him in other movies. movies. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen him before, before that. Isn't he in Stop the Yard? I, no, I know his face. I know he's been in some stuff. Stop the Yard. Maybe he was. I haven't seen Stomp the Yard in years, but go ahead. But Maybe yeah, I should so look this him. up. <laughs> so it's him. And then she comes out and she's like, oh, my God, Mama. (laughs) And she's like, what? You need a knock? And then it goes into this whole conversation about, um, you know, her giving her a heads up before she comes if she needs her to babysit. So. So the guy who plays Earl is Harry Lennox. He has been in Love and Basketball as Nathan Wright. Yes, I remember him. That. He was in The Matrix Reloaded. Really? Okay. Barbershop 2, Back in Business. Oh, he he was in Stomp the Yard, yes. Gang, gang. My memory (laughs) never fails me. Come on, memory (laughs) gang. He played (laughs) Nate in that as well. Oh, they like the name Nathan for him. (laughs) Um, What else is he in? Justice League, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he's he's an actor. He he you know, he's a character actor who's in a lot of shit. So shout out to Harry Lennox, who plays Earl. And her, you know, Jeanette and Earl were on they were going for round three, I think she said in this uh in yes. this scene. 
with whipped cream because he comes in and asks for the whipped cream. Uh-huh. I'm like, Earl, not right now. You know, you know, this is not the time. You hear this argument. <sighs> Maya's upset because she don't know Earl. She don't like him all up in her house, which kind of confused me at first because she kept saying my house. Mm-hmm. Did that confuse now you? I don't know why. It did. I, I just assumed that that was the house that Maya grew up in. So I didn't really think nothing of it. Yeah. Um, it's still hard to believe that the woman playing her mom, Charmin Lee, is only three years older than her in real life. <laughs> than than Golden Brooks. See? Casting. Great casting. And Black Don't Crack. Black definitely don't crack. Her mom's like, yo, it's none of your business. This is my house, and that's my man, and you need to go so we can finish round three. And I'll tell you right now, if one of my parents ever said that shit to me, finish Yuck. round three, bitch. I gotta get the fuck out of there. Like, I'd have to run no. out the front, into the yard, into the street, because disgusting. I am just <laughs> appalled. Yeah, I mean, for all I know, the only time y'all had sex was to make me, and that's it. Child, y'all ain't had sex to make me. The 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 bird came and delivered me to the porch. Yeah, the what is it? The the, the storage or whatever. The, the stork. That the nigga. came down. Yeah, <laughs> and brought me down. Like I don't even know shit about that. Like, nah. Uh uh-uh. But Jeanette's like, you know, next time you want me to babysit, you need to give me a little more notice. But I see Maya basically didn't think that Jeanette was doing anything with her life and that she just had time to look after Jabari whenever mm. she assumed her mom may have nothing going on. Like, cause she's a mom. So that's why she mm. thought she could drop Jabari off whenever. Yeah. Earl comes out of the room asking where the whipped cream is because he's petty. I know he can hear the argument through the door, but that's the end of that, that scene. So we see Tony's apartment. Tony's apartment's actually, um, we haven't seen it in a while. I feel like, but we hear a very familiar, high-pitched, busy, frantic voice in the other room screaming Tony's name. Yes, this voice is iconic. <laughs> and Tony's having, you know, she's sleeping, so she's sleep-talking. She don't know where she at. Tony, get up! I'll feed the chickens later. Just five more minutes, Mama. <laughs> Mama! Mm-hmm. She's not awake yet. And she's like, okay, Mama, I'll feed the chickens and she's like, let me just sleep a little longer. Because she realizes the voice is her mom, but she thinks she's dreaming. Mm-hmm. Her mom came in without her knowledge and had a key that Tony gave her dad. And who is her mom played by? The iconic, the legendary, Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis. Going, girl. Welcome to Girlfriend Jennifer Lewis. Come on. If you ain't had Jennifer Lewis play your mama, you haven't arrived yet as a black actor, okay? You haven't been somewhere. (laughs) Because I don't want to... There are people that haven't had her as her mom, but they're doing well. Like, you know, (laughs) her career hasn't failed. But yeah, she has a very iconic speaking voice. I feel like she... It comes from her diaphragm. Like, she... It's like she's singing, but she's talking. It's like a growl. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me about Joan's Mother's Day brunch? Huh? Mama, Mama, I I was going to tell you, but... Yeah, but you was too busy sleeping. (laughs) So I just packed up the pickup and came on down. 
<laughs> it's projection is what it is. She's been in Medea's family reunion mm-hmm. in Blackish mm-hmm. with Tracy. She plays Ruby. Do you watch Blackish? I do. It's a good show. I'll be watching it here and there, but on the thing thing, right? Uh, uh, you know how that go. You know, on the thing thing. <laughs> yeah, I got oh, you. Um, so she's done stuff. She's been on Meet the Brown. She's been on the Cleveland show. What's love got to do with it? Mm-hmm. She's done a lot. Joanna like, Man, the brothers. She was in Think Like a Man, too. All of them shits. And she did Broadway. Mm-hmm. She's done it yes. all, okay? She's done it all. She's a national treasure. All right. So you should know her. But welcome, Jennifer Lewis, to Girlfriends. So she plays Tony's mom. And she's like, what are you doing in bed? It's almost 7 a.m. I'm like, yeah. Okay. She said it's almost 7 a.m. As if to say it's almost 2 p.m. 1 1 p.m. Girl. (laughs) Seven. Um, Her mom came came over to L.A. for Mother's Day. Um joan's mom invited her to the mother's day brunch and she's just kind of sauntering around the room just looking around she's like i can't explain what she's doing but she's like <laughs> she's feeling it out she's feeling up the place. she's like oh she's twisting her hips she's moving her arms she's very she presents you know mm-hmm. and she she like opens the window she tries to take the covers off of um off of tony so she, she can get up mm-hmm. and then she goes antoinette marie child's are you sleeping without a bra? <laughs> Girl, those things may be perky now, but come 35, they'll be sagging like nobody's been. <laughs> Wowza. I mean, she's only sleeping. She doesn't, she's not out running marathon. She's just, <laughs> she's just laying in bed. Like, I don't know what, <laughs> why she tripping. So Tony's dad calls the apartment and you hear Tony whisper on the phone. Daddy, I gave that key to you. But her mom says, give me the phone and don't be running up my long distance. She's mad country. I love it. I love it. Okay. So the next scene, uh, Joan, they're at Joan's office. Actually, I think Tony's there too. I don't know why. Yeah. Why do they just, they just pop up. I'm honestly, when you say law firm, my mind goes to a court and not to Joan's office because I feel like the office has been registered to me as like a hangout spot. So... <laughs> oh because they're not in court it doesn't seem like a law firm it just seems almost like a little room yeah like they always there just chilling just randomly walking in all all so yes that's what happened so they're in joan's office and it's lynn it's maya it's tony it's joan it's like lynn walks in or what lynn walks in later in a huff yes lynn walks in with the paper and she's like I'm being evicted, Joan. Can they evict me in such short notice? And Joan is like, well, why is she evicting you? And um, Lynn is like, yeah, because her and her nigga gonna sell the house <laughs> and they move into... <laughs> and they move into San... San Fro. San Friso. San Bernardino. San Bernardino. You know, they cousins. San Bernardino. So- <laughs> Or part of the Sand family. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so Maya comes in to vent. And initially when Lynn comes in and she's like complaining about being evicted, she don't know what's going on. Lynn, yeah. uh, Maya, Maya's like, you know, my mama likes her rent on time. 
And Lynn's like, uh-uh, I gave my rent on time. That's not the point. Uh-huh. The point is, she's selling a house and moving to San Bernardino with Earl. Mm-hmm. And Maya's like, what? She ain't tell me that. Mm-mm. She ain't no shit. Maya look pissed. She's pissed. Mm-hmm. And this is, yeah, that's when we get our, our problem of the episode. So next, we're at, we're actually at the house. We see Jabari, Jamonster, whatever you want to call him. And some little white girl sitting on the couch. I'm like, y'all getting audited? What's this like a little girl sitting on the couch for? I think when I first watched it, too, I was like, wait, what? Uh-huh. Jabari got a little white for us? I, I know Jabari don't got no white for us. Him of all people? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but you know how kids are. They make friends with anybody. They don't know white privilege or white racism or nothing like that yet. So everybody, they friends. To be at the crib though, and Maya don't know them. I don't know. Well, it ain't it ain't Maya's crib. It's Jeanette's crib. So she, all he had to do was ask if that was the case. He would just have to ask Jeanette and be like, "Hey, is it okay if my friend came over?" Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, that's why when Maya came over, she was like, "Oh, are you um one of Jabari's friends from school?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "No." And Jeanette's like, "No, that's um that's Earl's granddaughter." Oh, I am. You got some white in you? <laughs> right. So, so let's, let, let, let's, let, let's do the connection. But that's his granddaughter. And that means one of his kids married a white person. Yes? Oh, yeah. That girl, that little girl was white. Okay. Because Earl looked like skin. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Okay. So it was, probably like a, it was probably like how Drake's baby is blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Because old boy Earl looked kind of mixed, too. Yeah, Earl. Yeah, he looked a little different. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> he looked a little, a little different. different. You know. Um, the little girl, her name is Savannah. She asked Grandma Jeanette if she can get a fruit roll-up. And she says, yes, baby. And the little girl leaves the room to go get her fruit roll-up. And Maya's like, what the fuck? You got her calling you grandma? You only got one grandchild, mommy. Mm-hmm. It is Jabari Leroy Wilkes, a.k.a. Jabari Darnell Wilkes. Yeah, they have two names for him. By the way, found this kid, the original Jabari, because you know they switched Jabaris, on Instagram. This is the original Jabari, right? That we looking at right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I found his IG Mm. It is K-R-I-T-T-C-H-A-R-D-S. Critchards. Oh. And he has a little boy. And the little boy looks just like him. Yeah, so if you guys want to go on to his IG and take a look at how he looks now and see his little boy, you can do that. I just got curious today to see what happened to him. I don't know why he left the show. The baby five. How old is Jabari now? 30? He looks like he's at least 30. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Little little Jolly Rancher. All grown up. All growed up. Damn, he ain't trying to act? I don't know. He got out early. Mm. He stopped being... I think he stopped playing Jabari in like season seven. Mm. Seven or eight, he stopped. That's when they got the new Jabari. The brand new one. 
Oh, I see. So Maya's like, you know, tripping because she's really getting comfortable about this whole Earl thing. You know, she got the baby calling her grandma and shit. And Maya's like, when were you going to tell me that you were moving to San Bernardino with Earl? And she's like, oh my God, Maya, I was going to tell you tonight. Maya, once again, is pissed. She's like, how can you sell our house? And why do I got to hear about it on the streets? She, Actually, she acting like Lynn is the streets. Girl, you heard, you heard about it from, from a close, close friend. Like. And a posh law firm. You ain't hear it no damn streets. You ain't hear it on the gram. You ain't hear it on none of that. Mm-hmm. And Jeanette was like, oh, my, I'm scared to tell you. And Maya says, well, then don't do it. And Jeanette says, but I love Earl. Oh. Is this a smart decision to do? On Jeanette's part? I mean, she grown. That, that, ain't, that ain't what I asked. <laughs> I said, is this smart to do? To sell your house? To move in with your Oh, nigga? that part of it. I don't know, because she said that they're moving for, for his job. So I'm like, well, y'all got money, right? Is she selling it because they need money? Because I'm thinking this. Okay, it's in Maya's name. Maya can move in with her family. Right, because she lives in an apartment. She can move into that house and actually have a house. That's that's where I was getting at. Like, is that even a smart thing to do? Yeah, I don't I don't know why she's selling the house instead of just moving and letting Maya move in. I don't know. Maya says, um, you don't even know Earl. And I'm thinking, how do you know she don't know Earl? We heard about Earl back in um, Trick or Truth episode. That's when we first heard about him. Mm-hmm. Episode, um, that was like 13 episodes ago. So that was like four months, three months. That's enough time to know somebody. I don't know about love, but, you know. TV land move fast, so. Yeah, true, true. We do see that in this series, that love happens super quick, especially with another character, as we'll see in the coming seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeanette's happy. Jeanette's mad happy, and she loves Earl. And Maya's like, why can't you just be happy living across the street from me in the same city? Wait, Maya's mom lives across the street from her? That's what she said. Oh, interesting. That's We've weird. never heard that mentioned. We've never seen it. <laughs> That's weird to have an apartment complex right across the street from houses. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it does seem weird. It does seem like a mismatch. Yeah. I be seeing it in Brooklyn, though, all the time. It can happen. Yeah, it's just the way the house is set up, the way they show the outside of it, yeah. it doesn't look like that, hmm. you know? And Maya gets up. She's like, I don't want to keep hearing about Earl, okay? I don't care about Earl. And I'm thinking, yo... His granddaughter's in the next room getting a fruit roll-up. Chill on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think the girl can't hear this shit? Like, you talking bad about a grandpa? Mm-hmm. And your son's in the other room getting his stuff so he can leave. So, first off, why'd your bar it took so long? This whole conversation is like five minutes. That's Go get I'm your saying. stuff and come back. It don't take that long to, to, to get your school bag and books, child. I don't know. <laughs> don't. This TV waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And the old girl took forever to get that damn fruit roll up. That motherfucking fruit roll up. Like the shit is already <laughs> rolled up. You don't need to just like. <laughs> it's already there, prepackaged. <laughs> I used to eat them shits. Yeah, you don't gotta heat it up or nothing. This is for right. Open up the package and eat. Like it ain't a pop tart. <laughs> I don't know, chef. Oh my god! All right, I think you know Jeanette deserves to be happy with her man. You know. I don't know why Maya's tripping. Me either. They're only they're only moving an hour away. Maya, you can literally yeah. see them like every week. I'm I'm confused. You can hang out on the weekends, drive up on the weekends. And with LA traffic, you used to drive in an hour anyway. So yeah. what's the problem? What's what's the big deal? 
And Jeanette's like, listen. Maya, you are doing so good. You and Darnell are happy again. Jabari is a little man now. You got your friends, a great job, and you're going back to school. Yeah, Maya, let her have something for herself. So this is when Jeanette drops the bomb that the house is in Maya's name. So Maya has to sign it over to Jeanette so that she can sell it. Plot twist on that ass. Or how about you leave it in my motherfucking name and not move in instead of being in that small ass apartment? Why not? Maybe it's the payments? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, but Maya's like, Maya's trying to be petty. She's like, oh, oh so you can't, you can't sell this house without without me without me signing and Jeanette tries to play it like yeah I can I mean nah I can't and then Maya's like huh well I'm not signing Mm. damn Maya you had your petty flakes this morning right you walk woke up on the wrong side of the bed yeah and Maya goes to leave and Jeanette's like Maya, don't do this. I'm the only mama you got. <laughs> don't you do this. I'm the only daughter you've got. Touché. And then Jean- Jeanette throws a grenade. She takes the pen out, tosses it at Maya and says, Well, Maya, I'm young. I can have another daughter, but you can never have another mother. Mm. Shit. Okay. Shit. Some place for me. So she just yells Jabari's name to come on so they can go. I like at the end when Jabari comes to say goodbye to Jeanette and says, don't worry, I'll talk to her. Oh, <laughs> Jacuzzi. <Aww>. Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so next at Ame, Tony's mom is there. Oh, this is funny. With Joan and Lynn's there, but she's working. She always seems to be able to hang out with the girls while she's working. and she sits down and she starts breathing heavy like she's trying to get everyone's attention that she's pissed off Mm -hmm. and she's sad and like before tony's mom even said it i was like is this bitch breathing on the food Mm -hmm. yeah is this bitch breathing her droplets on the fucking food heavy i've Mm -hmm. always been like that like don't lean over my food don't breathe heavy over my food people do that she could have just accidentally blew a booger and somebody's soy sauce Mm -hmm. disgusting like that Uh, (laughs) by the way um i'm gonna refer to tony's mom as veretta i think that's her name veretta veretta childs okay Veretta scolds her for that and uh, that's when we find out that lynn's stressed because she hasn't found somewhere to stay which is like, damn, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Because Maya's mom's trying to sell this house ASAP. Like, she's trying to sell the house now. Again, if Maya would just move in, Lynn can stay her ass in the, um, in the garage. Damn, that's true, too. That would just mm-hmm. solve everything. Why did they write it that way? Probably just to add another conflict to the episode. Maybe- yeah. That, or they didn't want to make that, that new set their main set mm-hmm. for Maya. Yeah. They wanted to get rid of that set and add something else. Okay. You be thinking. You be thinking. You know. Cash app her. I got it. Cash app me. <laughs> so she's kind of hinting to Tony and Joan that she'd like to stay with them without explicitly asking that. So she's like, oh, you know, I've been scoping out freeway underpasses. There's this one where the 101 meets the five. It's quite nice. There's other uh. places. You got someone else has it girl if you don't just go back and move back in with um 
with Joan and stop playing. She does want to. She just doesn't want to ask. She feels she feels some type of way about asking if she can do that. Even though yeah, you know back. Joan's going to say yes. Like, she wants to be the mom yeah, all the time. Right. So, Tony and Joan are trying to avoid eye contact with Lynn because they don't want to be the one to house her. And then, for some reason, mm-hmm. Joan looks at Lynn. And Lynn's like, all right, Joan, you looked. Tony, you're off the hook. I'm like, Lynn, it's not your decision. It's it's actually their decisions, but okay. So then uh, Tony's dad calls uh, Tony on the phone. She hands the phone to her mom, and her mom's talking all out about how Tony brought it to a Japanese place for lunch because she had her heart set on a Red Lobster. Mm. Red Lobster? You know, I'd be the same way, too. Those cheddar biscuits. That's about the only thing good about Red Lobster, child. Y'all stay gassing up that restaurant like... You don't like seafood? Or they don't have good seafood? They don't have good seafood. That should be dry. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not, you know... I haven't been there in a long time. I just remember the cheddar biscuits. Once you go, you can't forget those cheddar biscuits. Yeah, so biscuits. maybe my mm. my vision's cloudy. Which is good. You can buy those at the store. You know that, right? It's not the same. All of y'all out here, Ooh. y'all trying to make it at the crib. It's not the same. Just go to the restaurant, child. Spend the bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> all right. So back back to girlfriends. Um, <laughs> so Tony's mom's being all loud as shit up in the restaurant. Talking about some girl named Rosella. What do you need the mad amusement for? What you eat? Ham hock? Who gave you a ham hock, Eugene? Rosella! That heifer's always trying to clog him up. So Tony looks embarrassed and she starts having issues with her phone. So they, she goes outside to get a better signal. I don't even know how the actress kept a straight face throughout all this stuff that Jennifer Lewis was giving because... <laughs> Oh, Lord. I would have... I mean, she could have been ad-libbing, and this could have been, like, take number five or something. But, whoa. That girl... That lady's hilarious. <laughs> so then, after Tony's mom leaves, Maya comes in. And when she opens the door, you can still hear Veretta outside yelling. And Maya comes and sits down with the curls, and you could tell the vibe is off. You know, her whole body language is just, like... She doesn't really want to talk. She's very somber. Lynn comes over and says, uh, hey, Maya, by the way, uh, I heard about the fight you have with your mom. She's pretty upset. You should talk to her. But Maya's like, fuck that noise. Mm. Maya does not want to talk to her mom. Mm-mm. She says she don't got nothing to say. <sighs> and she said that her mom's abandoning her. It's like, girl, you are grown. Mm-hmm. You got a whole child. You got a husband. <laughs> a husband. You're not, you're not five years old. A husband. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be all up on your mom like this. And Tony's like, you know what? You should just sign the papers because I wish I could sign some papers to send my mom off somewhere. Mm-mm. <laughs> and Joan's like, I don't even know why you're tripping. It's like literally the next county over. Yeah. And, you know, in real life, if I knew someone who was acting like Maya, I'd feel embarrassed for her. She should feel embarrassed. Yeah. To be this grown and acting so clingy to her mom. I mean, I love my mom. I'm not saying you shouldn't love your mom, but come on, right? It's 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 giving doing too much, girl. And then when they said a county over, I, I will wish <laughs> When I was younger and I watched this, you know, I didn't know where no San Bernardino was. I, I didn't know. I didn't Google it mm-hmm. and see where it was. You know what I mean? I didn't 
know it was that short a drive. She made it seem like it was another state. Yeah. You had to get on a plane to go there or something. Nigga, you could drive there. You could Uber there. Uber gonna be mad bread, but still. I said don't don't Uber there. And there's no Uber then, but don't Uber there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh-uh. So your mama live in Brooklyn and you live in Manhattan? That's basically what it is. <laughs> Via train. Your mama live in the Upper East Side and you live in, I don't know. Canarsie is Lower shit. side. Like, I don't know. Like, girl. That's like from Times Square to Canarsie, I'd say. Okay. That's about an hour. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some people that live in, in, in Canarsie, they work in Times Square every day. So, what's up? Some kids take that long to go to school every morning. Come on. Come on. Get yourself a good playlist. <laughs> a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> they didn't have them back then, but... What was the equivalent to a podcast by radio? then? Radio? I don't know, Chad. Listen to Wendy Williams on radio? But you wait. You can't play it when you want. Like a podcast, you play it when you want to play uh, it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. But Child. talk radio, you just had to be in the car when it happened. You better just pop in um, the TLC cassette and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a mixtape, though. You can make a good mixtape or a mix CD. You can do that. Yeah. But Maya says, oh, yeah, cool. You would sign some papers to get rid of your mom because none of y'all like your mothers. Oh. And they do love their mothers. She said, she said, like. Yeah, I mean, you can love your mother and you can like your mother. I think what she's saying is, like, her and her mom are friends, unlike the other girls and their moms. And so Tony's like, yeah, I love my mother, just in Fresno. And every time someone opens a door to the restaurant, you can hear Veretta on the front porch yelling on the phone. It's very funny. Eugene, you gotta use your cushion or your roids are gonna flare up. Um, so back at Tony's house, they're getting ready for bed and she's asking her mom what she's wearing to the brunch. Uh-huh. What the fuck she wearing? My pants is washing wet. <laughs> mama, mama, how about after church, before we go to Jones, we go over to Saxon. How about your new outfit? What, you don't like my pants, Sue? It's sharp. <laughs> yes, I'm like, it looks sharp. It looks sharp. <laughs> I'm just like, what, you don't like my pants suit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is me trying to sound like her. You don't like pants she, she do kind of sound like that. And blackish, too. <laughs> and so, Verona ain't with it. She says the only thing she wants for Mother's Day is her daughter to stop acting like she embarrasses her. Mm. and tony denies it but veretta says you know i see it and it hurts okay dang and she's like how does me being me stop you from being you (laughs) it's hard for me not to talk like her (laughs) okay so what happens what did she say so tony's like mama it's just a lot of you and it's loud Mm. and do you know the quote she says back to tony what'd she say so she says isn't that the big and loud calling a big and loud, big and loud? <laughs> Yo, this is just not like a black exploitation film. <laughs> I don't even know how she got that voice or who came up with it. I don't know. It's just so unique. I love it. I wish I had. That's really good for like voiceover work, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a Gilbert Gottfried or um, Bobcat Goldthwait, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. like to have such mystical 
Attention all my players and hoes right here be the place to be. Boom, boom. Thought I told y'all niggas before we young niggas can't fuck with me. Boom, boom. Shake your ass. You know who else has a good voice? <laughs> but you know who else has a really, like, a, a voice like that? Ja Rule. Okay. Ja Rule has a very... So did DMX. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a gift. And are all these voices natural? Like, how can it be like that 24-7? I don't think it's like that 24-7. Like, I've heard Mystical talk. He don't talk like that in interviews. He talks like regular, dude. Mm. Interesting. He just turn that shit on when he gets on stage. Hmm. Interesting. So it's like the fact that you can just turn it on when it's time and you can just turn it off. It's like you have two voices. It's really cool. Like, I'm sure Jennifer Lewis don't go around talking like that all the time. I'm sure she has a calm voice. She ain't yelling all the time like when she go to restaurants and shit. She ain't ordering her food like that. <laughs> Yo, I'm done. <laughs> Anyhow... Beretta says, you know, Tony's loud too. She got her flashy clothes and flashy cleavage <laughs> and all the designer brands and shit, which I guess so. Mm-hmm. I guess that matches. Mm-hmm. But Beretta never says anything about it because she accepts Tony for who she is. You know, it's funny. In this scene, I was thinking about how seeing Beretta come at her for all her materialistic ways was very similar to how Greg was talking shit about her materialistic ways in the same bedroom. Mm. Remember that scene back in the day? Back in the long time ago's days? Greg, how'd you hurt me, Tony? Why'd you hurt me? I remember. <laughs> that was the only time we saw her living room yeah. when Greg um, did that whole thing. set her up for revenge. Yeah. Damn. Whew. So, Tony apologizes to her mom because her mom calls her special and she said i've always felt like you were you've always been special to me oh my god so tony says mom you want to sleep in my room tonight and her mom's like sure so then she jumps in bed and they're about to go to sleep turn the light off they're both laying in bed but the phone rings did tony had on a bonnet yes she had a bonnet on so her mom uh they both jump in bed and Turned out, turn off the light, and the phone rings. And <laughs> Beretta says, Oh, shoot. I forgot. That's your daddy looking for phone sex. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Eugene, what you wearing? Yo, Tony gets out of the bed so fast. Yo, she's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. She runs, she hightails it the fuck out of there. When she starts talking, that's when, it's something about her voice that makes what she said memorable. Like, I didn't even know it until she, until I heard, oh, damn. And I was like, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I can't imagine that. I mean, if you're into that... <laughs> That voice sounds like scary. I don't think that would. I mean, some niggas is into that shit, true. Yeah, true, true. So we find out that Maya actually signed these fucking papers, but we don't see anything as far as like how she came to that decision or anything like that. They just show um Darnell bring them over to the mom because mm-hmm. Maya said she couldn't bring it over herself. So that's that scene. So they're at the the brunch right, and they're getting all ready. Maya tells Jabari how to set the table. And this little boy. This nigga's talking about that's women's work. Excuse you, little nigga. (laughs) 
uh, I'm sitting there like, oh, oh, is, this is women's work? Oh, you want to go do something a man can do? Okay. You want to go mow a lawn or lift or fix a car or do something? You can't even do what men do, or so shut up. pay some motherfucking bills? Go to work. <laughs> Build a house? So why are you talking about <laughs> this is women's work? You can't even do men's work. Shut up. He talking about women's work. <laughs> talking about, um, she's like, who told you that? Oh, that's what daddy said. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, so Darnell out here promoting toxic masculinity and misogyny around here Pretty to his much. little boy. No, which is not surprising. That fits in line with his character. That's true. It does fit in line with how Darnell works. But he denies it um, to Maya that he said that. But then privately, he tells Jabari to stop repeating everything he hears. Whew. So basically, yeah, yeah, keep saying what I'm saying, but like, don't repeat it to your mom, basically. <laughs> So then there's a knock at the door, and it's Jeanette. And honestly, you would think, based on Maya's reaction, that her worst enemy just popped up in the fucking house. Mm. Maya looks like she's about to to fight her mom just for coming to the brunch. Why is she so mad? This ain't even her house. This is Joan's house. She's allowed to come in. She already signed the papers. What's up? So Jabari and Darnell goes to the door to greet her. And then Maya says to her mom i thought i told you i needed some time okay she could still come here and eat some frittatas yeah and drink some mimosas my thing is maya you being mad over dramatic right now this is a mother's day brunch your mother comes to the mother's day brunch it's not your house and at the end of the day she has other connections apart from you to this place she's renting out a place to lynn she was invited by joan etc etc so sit down (laughs) yeah god it's like maya's a kid and i feel like this is a like that's kind of an embarrassing thing to be this clingy to your parent and you have your own life it's it's not a good look it really isn't maya you a big girl come on stop all this shit so um jeanette's like listen maya Today almost killed me. And Maya says to Darnell, because she won't speak to Jeanette directly. She's talking to Jeanette through Darnell. And she says, well, how is she going to handle it when she moves all the way to San Bernardino? So Darnell gets tired of being mediator and he walks away. So because of that, Maya tries to leave the house Mm -hmm. and says, I'll be in the car. The whole time? You're just going to sit in the car? Girl. And Joan yells at her to sit down. And Maya says, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my mother. And then Jeanette says, well, I'm your mother. Sit down. Okay. Ooh. Eat the beat. (laughs) Jerry. Jerry. (laughs) I'm thinking, like, yo, like, why you got to be drama at the brunch, though? Like, we supposed to have a good time. I'm supposed to be here enjoying bottomless mimosas and good vibes you should never have negative vibes at brunch no matter what's going on guys if someone's coming to your brunch and they're gonna be like this don't invite them i don't want no bad vibes Mm -hmm. so i think i would have rathered maya leave and jeanette stay Mm. i'm just saying that's a hot take but Mm. yeah so joan sits down with uh maya to try to talk some sense into her and she says you are always rubbing it in our faces that you are so close to your mother well, if you're so close to her, then why are you hurting her like this? Yeah, is this how you really want to spend the last few days you're in town together? She's always given you everything that you needed. She wasn't finished raising you when she started helping you and Darnell raise Jabari. Maya, 
She is asking you for this one thing, and you're telling her no. Joan out here preaching. Yeah. Mm. She's really giving, like, oh, hell yes vibes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Maya really, gets really bratty at this point. I almost don't like her. Um, I think the problem is that her mom's been there so much while she's young because she, she had to grow up. She had Jabari when she was a kid still. Mm-hmm. So her mom stayed with her. Like, she didn't get a chance to actually be a grown-up without mm-hmm. her mom. Yeah. But this is, this is what Jeanette has created from being so, I don't know, so attached to her daughter like this. Child, this Maya. Maya out here mad because she ain't going to have nobody babysit when her daughter want to go to the movies. Do you think that's what this is all about? No, nah, it's not all about that. She's going to miss her. But I mean, I'm sure she's also going to miss like not paying for a babysitter and having mm. the peace of mind to leave your child with one of the few people that you actually trust. Damn. Yeah, you're right. Because I was thinking like, why is she so mad at her mom? Like, why are you upset? Why are you staring daggers at her when she comes to the door to go to the brunch? Like, mm-hmm. but that kind of makes makes sense there. So they're sitting there and Darnell comes over to sit and so does Jabari. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Growing up in the South when we were kids, this is the kind of conversation they'd be like, yo, go to your room. Go watch cartoons. We'll, we'll tell you to come back out when it's finished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird that Jabari just pops up in this scene and stands next to his mom to watch her cry and act like a child. Now, even so, Jabari's losing his grandmother and he's not as upset as Maya is. And he's the one that's always with her. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that's, you leave the child with the lady. And he's not upset. He's like, okay, grandma, I'll talk, mom. I'll calm her down so you can go to San Bernardino with your man or whoever you love. Mm-hmm. Why can't she have the same maturity that Jabari got? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm calling it like I see. I'm, I'm going to call a thing a thing. You know what I mean? No last soul. So she's saying that she needs her mommy. You don't understand. I need my mama, okay? Baby, don't cry. No. You're going to make mama cry. Come on. I'm gonna miss you too. You better call me every day. Of course. And Veretta gets all teary eyed and says, Y'all messing up my Mother's Day mascara. And Joan gets up and calls her mom because she's so overcome with emotion. And Tony hugs her mom. I don't know why Lynn isn't there. Neither is William. Well, because he's trying to find his mom. And Lynn just isn't there. Lynn don't got her mama, right? Yeah, but, like, she knows Joan's mom. She knows Tony's mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Joan's mom couldn't be there, but she knows Tony's mom from college, you know? Yeah. Where, and, and she knows Maya's mama. She lives in a hot, hot right. garage. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know why she's not there. That's a weird oversight. And that's it. That's the end. Etsy, what is your oh hell yes moment of the episode? My oh hell yes moment. It's a small moment, but I think it's small but impactful. When mm-hmm. Joan tells Maya to sit down, then Maya goes, oh, well, you ain't my mama. And then Maya's actual mom goes, well, I am. Sit down. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, so my oh hell yes moment is Joan's speech at the end. Mm-hmm. When she's like, Maya, she helped raise you? And then when Jabari was born, she helped you raise Jabari. And mm. you're always bragging about how much better a relationship you have with your mom than us. 
and you're doing this? You're acting like this towards your mom? Because mm. Joan was dropping the bars. I feel like Joan don't have this clarity all the time. Mm-mm. She's never this clear. This was different. Mm-mm. Crystal. Mm-mm. Man. So shout out to Joan in this one. She came through in the end. MVP. So, oh, that's right. Tweets. Do I have tweets? I think all the tweets were just talking about how much Maya's wilding. So we're just going to go on to the ending. Next week, the penultimate episode of season two. Just Dessert. It's called Just Dessert. It's actually, I started watching it yesterday. So this episode is, um, we finally get William hooking up with one of the girls. Oh, yuck. Ah. Okay. You know that he, he uh, throughout the series, he has sex with two of the girlfriends, right? Yikes. Which is really weird to think because he's corny as fuck. Oh, D. You would think the girlfriends are totally above that. But yeah, he has sex with two of the girlfriends. Ooh, Do you know which ones they are? Um, okay. Joan, of course. Joan is one of them. Who is the other one? Should I save it so you can watch? It tells you in the next episode. You want to just wait till you watch it? Oh, let me watch it then. Let me watch it. Okay, so you'll see next episode who it is. And um, after we hit the finale, which will be in two weeks, we'll be taking a month-long hiatus to take a break, step away, and recharge. So in that time, if you want to go re-listen to anything else that we have, feel free. Or just find someone who would love our podcast and send it to them. I'm sure they'd love it. Yeah, I know y'all going to miss us. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know what, guys? We will be on Twitter saying all kinds of stuff about girlfriends. You know, starting some conversations and retweeting the girls when they post stuff. You know, Jill posts a lot of cool stuff. Jill posts a lot of pictures of herself. A lot of selfies. I think of all the girlfriends she posts the most. And then (laughs) Tracy. But it's like selfies, selfies, selfies. She posts a lot of selfies. Yeah, she's so pretty. Her skin is so beautiful. But you know, she's always been beautiful, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just saying. But like after all these years. It's like, okay, Miss Black, don't crack. I see you. Mm-hmm. Um, rate, subscribe, review. Um, go on to Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform and give us five stars. Or leave an awesome review telling us what you like about the show. Anything else, Etsy? No, holla at us. Hell yes, girl on Twitter. Yeah. You want to talk. Until next week, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we shall see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.